done ready? Gas the fuck up. Yeah, honestly, are you ready is the real fucking question. Oh, shit. I'm sitting across the table from you today, so I'm feeling very challenging. Okay. So. Oh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Every fucking time, man. Every fucking time. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jamie. Thank you for being here. Also, we have Singer and Stacy. Stop clicking the button. Sorry. What up, what up? God. You're just talking about that shit. Well, yeah, I'm. You're just talking shit on me for doing that shit. I know, but Stacy's new thing is to yell at me. So. <laughs> because thirty He's seconds after I told you not to do something, you did it. Bossy. <laughs> Buy me a drink before you start getting that bossy. Jeez. I figured you'd be happier today. <laughs> happier than what? Than usual? Yeah. I brought a, a guest. I brought you pee pee today. The favorite <laughs> thing on earth, black pee pee. No. We got a guest today. I apologize for Stacy. He perhaps set something up without consulting me. Oh my god. <laughs> perhaps if any promises were made, oh, I just like to go through the contract. Oh god damn. We have a guest in the building today. He's here to talk about uh, his experience in the music industry. Benny White, how you doing today, man? I'm all right, man. How you doing? Good, good, good. Blue money, blue money, blue money. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Hell, yeah. So, uh, you brought some current events with you? What you got today, Jamie? Stinger has the list. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think we touched on Kobe the other week, right? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we made, or I at least made some off-color jokes, right? Um, and so... Uh, one of your favorite comedians, Ari Shafir, uh, is under a lot of fire right now. Uh, you said he deleted his Twitter? Uh, I think Whoa. he totally went 100% private across the board <laughs> on all platforms. Uh, that dude's just a dick all around. What like, was the joke? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't even a joke, though. Like That's, that's what everybody's fucking with him about, because it was like... Uh, Kobe finally got his shit 23 years too, or got what was coming to him 23 years too late. Uh, the Hollywood elite uh, don't mind rape as much as they like the Lakers. Oh, man. I hate the Lakers. Uh, some shit like so, that. But here's my thing about Shafir. Every single time somebody dies, he does this. Every single time. Yeah, that dude just... But like, that's, again, like, where I was talking about the comedy these days is, like, just trying to be as edgy as possible. That's his brand, is, like, being a troll, right? Yeah, so, but, like, granted, Kobe was probably a little bit higher, or a lot higher, on the echelon. Well, than I mean, most... until he hit the ground, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. Damn, you boys on fire! Yeah. No, that's Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this time this time he struck a nerve with a lot of people. But it was like, all right, this this dude's been doing this for a long time, and some of his comments on a few other people were a lot lot spicier. Oh, the other thing that he says in it is, I'm here in Charlotte, where he originally played. Maybe if he stayed in Charlotte, he wouldn't have raped that girl or some shit which is like what the fuck is that even supposed to mean i don't know so yeah he's uh he's been let go from his talent agency he's been really uh, they cut him too yeah they cut him a bunch of venues have cut him his new special was supposed to be coming out on netflix soon 
I think that's probably about to go away. Yeah, yeah, he, he's uh he's he's about to go across. But also speaking of Kobe, another person that's under fire is Gail King right now. She's not Oprah said she's not doing good. She hasn't slept in two nights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oprah's comment. Like, Oprah's commenting on, on yeah. behalf of that's, Gail. That's, that's, that's like Oprah's best friend. Yeah. They've Oprah's been. It. She got a house in the back like seven. <laughs> Probably. No, yeah. she in the regular house. Oh, she's in the big house <laughs> seven out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, her, Don't and, get her, and, uh, her and Oprah have been cool for a long time, but on a, uh interview with Lisa Leslie, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, she asked if uh, Kobe Bryant's past with the allegations and the court cases and everything were going to diminish his overall character and, you know, everything he's done as far as his philanthropy. and. I believe Lisa had a very solid response to it, but a lot of people, Snoop Dogg included, a lot of people are going hard at Gail, like super hard. Thinking that she shouldn't have asked the question. Response, you remember? Uh, That uh, basically the case was dropped and it was dropped all across the board, and so should we. That you know he's changed since then across the board since since the case Mm -hmm. he has totally. Fixed his situation with his wife and kids and family and done oh, a yeah. whole bunch of yeah. good for the As long community. as he's good with his family, fuck the victim, right? I think that uh, that kind of thinking, and we talked about the art versus the artist, is that you've got to allow people growth. And something happened to him. And if those something around... Something happened to him? Well, what, from the conference... Like, are you talking about the accident or are you talking about the case? I'm talking about the the case and all the things surrounding it. That a situation happened mm-hmm. and that he had the opportunity for growth. It appears, at least his family feels that way, that that growth happened. So not to that doesn't take away at all from a victim. But I think people should be allowed to grow without being held down to every single terrible thing they've ever did in their life. I saw a video last night from Michael Bazden. And he was talking about it and said uh, what, something that I didn't Michael know. Bays? Michael Bazden, he, he's had a um, what he had a radio show for. Who, he's how a many sports years? commentator or something. No, he's just had a morning radio show and several different things. He's been a staple in the black community for years. Okay, so you wouldn't know. Oh, shots fired. But uh, he was talking about it, and he was close friends with Kobe and everything. He was talking about that when all this was going down, Kobe admitted to having sex with this woman but and having a conversation with her saying that at the time, Kobe felt like it was 100% consensual and talked to the woman and said, look, I, I understand that you now may feel that it wasn't consensual on your part, but at the time, I thought it was. I apologize if you feel as though I raped you, but I don't feel that I did. And I don't know that's, what all happened from that's, that. That's a hard thing. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, granted, you know, 20-something years ago, I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. And whatever we happened probably, at the we, end of it. We never will. Yeah. It, it's all conjecture. No. From whatever happens, the, the woman decided straight out to not testify, and the case was dropped. So, and. Got that bread. Pretty much. All right. Well, what else you got on the list? Um, I guess fucking since we're talking about people's downfalls and and rebounds and shit, we could talk about the impeachment, right? Yeah, that was a waste of fucking time and money. Can we can we can we get back to regular politics now? Is this is this over? <laughs> regular politics? Can we can we get back to some semblance of of of, of what would I mean? What I mean, it's is? still it's just. 
TMZ's covering more of it. It's the same as it, you know what I mean? It's this motherfucker just not afraid to to say this shit out loud to tell motherfuckers what he's doing. I mean, but here's don't the, get me wrong, I'm not defending the man, and I don't agree. Sounds with just so much doing. like you are, though. Okay. Just kidding. Well, I mean, fuck Trump. If I need to say that <laughs> to make it clear, but I mean, I I don't know. I think he's gonna turn up some more now. Yeah, I think so. That's well, that's that, that's what they is. They were saying the fucking State of the Union address wasn't even a fucking State of the Union address. It was just a campaign speech, right? That's, Isn't that's pretty much everything he does a campaign speech? Fair. Yeah. yeah. I think so. With the way the Democrats are handling everything, they're, they're not it's helping so themselves. embarrassing. Yeah, it's fucking, it's horrible. That so caucus that was embarrassing. Thing, that, it's dropped now, right? It's over? Yeah, he's, I mean, there's he's, done. he's acquitted. Okay. The glove don't fit. <laughs> don't oh, fit. my God. <laughs> Yeah, gotta gotta keep on. That pushing. pussy ain't gonna grab itself. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep on going. All right. Um. And we. What about the Super Bowl? You wanted to talk about Super Bowl? Well, I just you know thought we could bring up the major controversy of the halftime show. Every you know, there's a lot of talk about the outfits, which I felt like were zero percent of an issue in my eyeballs. I did have an issue with some of the camera angles during it. There were a lot of like peepy shots from like above that <laughs> would have felt like made any outfit look too risque when you're coming up from the peepee. So we were we were <laughs> here. <laughs> we were here and like so we watched part of the halftime show before we went outside to go smoke a cigarette. And I was talking to Singer and I was like Something's, something's wrong with her wardrobe. She keeps grabbing her crotch. J-Lo. And then we walked outside and came back in, and she was wearing a totally different outfit. So I'm guessing there was like a snap that came off and revealed the bottom part, mm. and that was probably coming off or something. But so perhaps a wardrobe issue. My favorite part of all this is this Christian dude that's on the internet that is talking about suing them for 18 bazillion dollars now. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's it's awesome. too hot and heavy for him. Yeah. What? Because uh, he's going to hell now for watching that video. <laughs> That's what, what his claim is. When, when the breast popped out, he, where he was at this. Yeah, but that was a nice titty. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there were some kids in cages, some political statements Where's in that? the show. Did you guys see that part? No, uh, we I were didn't. probably I didn't outside at that part. Yeah, so it's like these, they were like these LED, like illuminated, rounded cages and all these kids singing like, let's get loud. Okay, well, it was there. No, it's just a lot. Um, but I mean, besides the outfits, J Lo was on a fucking stripper pole in the middle of fucking (laughs) Super Bowl, and and Shakira was performing fellatio on on a microphone with you know Mm. eating booty and shit with the tongue. I saw that part. So that was a cultural Lebanese thing. Oh, I see that. Is that is is that what that was? She's Lebanese. Yes. Okay. Is, 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 is that what you're is that what you're claiming or is that what you said? <laughs> That's what they said. I, I oh. saw that on Facebook. So oh, okay. somebody on Facebook is yeah. claiming that. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't seen much of the halftime show. I went to the bathroom. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was. We I, started uh, watching that. I was like, man. Yeah. It's I'm good. Outside. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. The halftime show, Monica. No good. <laughs> <laughs> you can speak on it. Stop it to the mic. Speak on it. Tell them what you thought about it. All right. 
<laughs> you ain't trying to sue? <laughs> I ain't got no problem with it. He's here for it. Yeah. He, was, he was waiting for that second, uh, what they call, wardrobe malfunction. He stayed in that old time watching it. Hey. Yep. Okay. Hey. <laughs> for the country. At least we can come together over something as a country, right? In these times. Okay. My favorite Passing thing titties. is my second favorite thing. Well, was the arguments from the uh, parts of Middle America that have never gone nowhere that still don't understand that Puerto Rico is a part of America. <laughs> to make sure. fucking Puerto Rico yeah, that, that, yeah, because of the Puerto Rican flag that was a part of it. Yeah. They still don't like. How do? You, how are we still having this conversation? Yeah, that people don't know that that's America. Yeah, I don't know. Closer to America than even Alaska. <laughs> Or Hawaii. There you go. Yeah. Screwed up. All right. So I think that's about all we got. Oh, yeah. Uh, we talked about the coronavirus last time, oh. and there was the first case reported of a U.S. death in China, uh, of a U.S. citizen, yeah. and still not getting any better. I was actually talking to Heavy, and he started a new project and was going to get um, dust masks for his guys. And said, like, Home Depot and everybody is sold out of mm-hmm. dust masks because hey. everybody is buying them and sending them to China. Yeah. That's what I'm to say about that, man. Speaking on that at Home Depot, the other day I thought I had a little scale with that coronavirus oh. because I was walking there. Ain't no no disrespect, but I saw two Asian women, right? One of them had a mask on, so I'm looking back like, what the hell? <laughs> They've been wearing <laughs> that where, shit where for years. Where is she going yeah, at? Yeah, that's you know what I mean? So she was coming to Home Depot, man. I tried to get up out of as fast as I could. <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous, man. I, you know, I wasn't used to that. Yeah. You know? Now, I asked somebody, they said people are wearing those masks around. I was like, damn, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that is, uh, they've been doing that for a long time. Yeah. But to see it pop up now when when it's something that you never really noticed before, it can it can be off-putting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to look at it, man. But I looked at it about four times. <laughs> and every time he looked at me, I was like. Where they going at? <laughs> she looked yeah. like a zombie. She had like eyes all bloodshot hey, and shit. I was trying to get up out of there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Never got a Home Depot faster than that. Hell yeah. Uh, He's moving, huh? Yeah, man. The last thing we've got, uh, I know I am uh, one of the most guilty people for reading headlines only. <laughs> Damn. Y'all heard it here first. I accept that. I'll read a headline and find some interest or, you know, and talk about it. But I've seen several people this week post about uh, Dave Mira's death Mm -hmm. uh, and talk about how sad they are about that he died this year. I think the more shocking thing about that is that you're white enough to know who Dave Mira is. Well, you also got to keep in mind, I grew up in California when, like, the X Games first started and everything, so I know about all that shit. I don't know who Dave Mira is. He's a pro bike rider. Yeah. Pro BMX rider. Yeah. But, so, the thing is, the nigga died in 2016, and people were posting about it. Killed himself. Yeah, he committed suicide. CTE. Yeah, yeah, CTE. Oh, like yeah major major head. brain damage and severe from, de- from yeah. falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, major brain damage, severe depression, and everything, and killed himself. Because he was yeah. riding the vert ramps and shit. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Like forty foot ramp. For a long time. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, whole yeah. life. Yeah, yeah he, he was one of the top guys for a while. He's the one who like broke the shit. So it was oh, like yeah. uh, Ryan Nyquist, That's one of the Dave yeah. Mira, and. Uh, 
He was like when uh, when 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 Hawk Tony man. Tony Hawk, Hawk and all them first came. I out know who Tony Hawk is. Yeah, yeah, he was I on rode, the bike side of that. I rode a couple of skateboards. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. My ass so he was I like rode. the bicycle guy yeah. instead of the skateboard guy. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, people were you know sad and posting about it, and like the sad thing is if you literally click the link, it says 2016. So just. A lot of people don't read what's right in front of them. How the fuck are you gonna be sad though? You didn't like, know. how can you act sad if you didn't already know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you if you know Dave Mira enough to be sad about his death, how do you not know that he's been already dead for four years? That's been trolling, man. Yeah, trolling. True. Stacy's favorite shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Real sure we've life. had a we've had a conversation about you being a human troll on this on the show. <laughs> fair, fair. That, <laughs> he does have to be here for it. <laughs> fair shot. And he does like stuff up his ass. So how y'all how y'all felt when y'all saw it it come back up? Y'all was saying it again? No, I I didn't see it come back up. Nah, Uh, I mean, I don't know. It didn't it didn't fuck me up. Like I used to ride bikes, so like, but I I wasn't really into Dave Mirror like that. Like I was uh, under Ryan Nyquist because he was like uh, he did he did the other shit like uh, so. Dave Mir was doing like vert shit and Ryan Nyquist was about the dirt jumps oh, okay. and shit. Yeah. So I was following that shit. But I mean, of course, it's all it's fucked up when you see, you know, like one of your childhood sports idols. I guess that is like the only one of the few connections I have to sports idols is like that, like the extreme sports side, I guess. Um so I mean I mean I felt bad for his family and shit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I wasn't like, damn, there's not going to be a Dave Mirror Pro Bike 3, like, for the Xbox? Because that, that, that's another thing on how he got big, is he came out with, um, he had video games at the same time that Tony Hawk oh, Pro okay. Skater was coming out. Yeah. He had Dave Mirror Freestyle BMX, mm. and there oh, was yeah. a couple of those. I used to play the shit out of them. So I guess that's uh, about it for current events, right? Uh, yeah, that's everything that's on the list right here. So, yeah, uh, like I said, we got Benny White in here to discuss his life in the music industry. What's uh, up? You laughing at the drum back there? Little, yeah. <laughs> little goblin yeah. cock. That's what that says right there, goblin cock. Goblin cock. Yeah, that's yeah. the board of all the ideas and just random shit people come over and draw. <laughs> Tuxedo Jackson. So how long how long have you been uh, involved in the music industry? I've been involved in music since two thousand. It's been a long road, it's still a long road. It's a hard road. So ninety five plus full pants. You've been uh, strictly well. You've you've been involved back and forth between here, Atlanta, yeah. Florida. Yeah, I had a couple of deals. You know, I messed both of them up. What you know? Okay, <laughs> tell us about that. Sound on me. But the first time, I caught a deal that was off a, a producer that mm-hmm. I was working with in Atlanta by the name of Street. I think he called himself Gorilla Films now. And uh, he was working on a deal, and he was just telling me, you know, it was right around the time, it was 2005, before Gucci and all, they was had that So Icy song out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. when, like, Birdman then was hitting, right? Yeah, Like, yeah. State Fly um, was coming out right mm-hmm, around then. Yeah, and he was like, uh, they heard some of my music on the strength of him. You know, like, just stay out of trouble, whatever. We was working on a project, you know what I mean? By way of Hellify, I was working through them, too. And uh, I went on a little vacation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I messed out with that at all, you know? 
Had to start over. And that was a long vacation, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just long enough to fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, long enough for everything to change, you know. Huh? What does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's microphone. Does that mean jail? <laughs> <laughs> jail. So I was like, what happened on the vacation? It's a steak. Did you lose your passport? It was mass incarceration on that vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got that up there, too. Yeah, we, yeah. Can tell, we can hit on that, too, if yeah. you want to get into yeah. it. That's what it was. I mean, and then I saw the whole music scene change from that. You know, I read a lot of books and magazines and kept up with it. Like, How long were you up for? Four years. Okay. Yeah, Facebook wasn't even big. Mm. Everything was just starting out, you know. MySpace. Yeah, I had MySpace when I went in, and I saw it coming. I told my brother from the inside, I was like, "Hey, what's this Facebook about?" He was like, "How the hell you know about all this stuff?" Yeah, I said, "Man, stop me that." So you like, we got phones in here. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so when phones went big right yeah, then yeah, and yeah. there, it was just coming. Mm-hmm. So I told him my, my Facebook, Instagram, all that was started from in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You was telling them on the outside what to post? Or yeah, you... No, I was telling them to start it up. Uh-huh. I didn't know about posting and all yet until gotcha. a little later on, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. So then what happened with the second one? Well, the second one was uh, last year. Okay. You know, and uh, it's a producer that I work with out of Savannah, but uh-huh. he being in line, his name Afro Steve. Okay. He worked with like Polo the Don, mm-hmm. plenty of artists like that. Like, I think he got a song with uh, Tamar Braxton. You know what I mean? He do a lot of music with them. And he always believed in me. And he was like, man, you know, I watch you coming up. I always want you to have a deal. And he always used to be telling me, come to Atlanta, come to Atlanta, come to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Crazy thing is, when I came home, I was on the leg monitor and I was cutting grass in Yamacraw Village. <laughs> he was walking through, you know what yeah. I mean? And he was like, man, you know, I do music now. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. He's still music, you know what I yeah. mean? But now he's doing music. And so he was like, man, I'm trying to work on this and that, this and that. Years later, he pretty big in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I went up there to a birthday party because Sony gave him a birthday party. And he introduced me to the people. And they was like, man, who are you? And they heard some of my music. And it was going from there. But, man, I was going through other little things. And I didn't follow up my meetings like I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who was the A&R, he got fired. And I didn't know. Mm-hmm. See, it's a lot of backwards things in the music industry, you know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know he got fired from the label. And he was really trying to get me to spend money first, because that's what they do now, because the industry don't make that much money off of artists no more. So they yeah. it's still trying to figure out how to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, like they didn't used to take any money off of shows and stuff like that. Now they want money off of all of that so yeah. they can eat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of 360 deals yeah, and everything. Now those are popular deals now. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, those were the rip-offs, you know. And so a lot of times they want you, unless you got a big buzz or whatever, yeah. they want you to invest first. Mm-hmm. Then they'll come on the backside. Mm-hmm. So I understood some of that. And as I was investing in, I found out that he had got fired. And so I lost out on all of that. Damn. You know? So what, what got you started in the music industry? What, what was your what was your inspiration or your motivation? Man, to get I'm going to tell you what got me serious and the camouflage did. Okay. Yeah. I used to play around with it when I was young. Like elementary school, I used to rap, you know. Get, that was for attention. I just get all the attention in class. Teacher, want me to stand up? My name right there was Fresh D. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. I used to rap at the class in high school. I got away from all that, but I, I know like in 12th grade, I had a comp lit teacher. Mm-hmm. So I used to be all over the place rapping when I was younger and didn't do it in high school. But 12th grade, I had this teacher. And he was like, hey, man, y'all, uh, I'm going to teach y'all how to write freehand. So he gave us a comp lit, you know, like a 
composition book, and he mm-hmm. was like, it's right in there. And we're like, shit, what the hell we supposed to write? He's like, whatever comes to your mind. So I used to write, like, what I did that night, or whatever. And so I didn't know he was going to take him up. <laughs> he took him up. He was like, hey, man, you need some counseling or something? Man? <laughs> I was like, what you mean? He was like, this stuff real? I'm like, nah, man, I made it up, you know what I mean? Because I ain't want them all with all that. But, but it showed me how to put things together. Like one day this girl was like, she took my notebook and she was like, you know how to rap? And I was like, nah, I used to write it in the form of rhymes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I told him it was just something I heard from somebody else. And she was like, you should start rapping. I was like, man, whatever, whatever. You can't get no money off of that. Man, Camouflage caught that deal. Everybody was calling me. Because, you know, I'd play around with it. It was like, man, turn on the radio. I turned on. I knew him from being around and stuff. I'm like, man, you got a deal for real? What year was that? 2001 or two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he got that first deal with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm going to take this thing serious, you know? So I tried to get in it then, but it was a lot of, like, in Savannah, man, it's cutthroat. So mm-hmm. nobody really want to let you in. Yeah. But one thing about camouflage, I stepped to him outside of Pilfane Studios and I asked him how to get in the game. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, you don't know how to rap. So I rapped for him, but back then, I didn't know about bars and hooks. I just was rapping straight. Mm-hmm. He was laughing. I'm like, what? He said, man, it's hard, man, but where the hook at? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is a hook? So he showed me how to rap in the bars and showed me how to break it up and the hooks and things. He told me, he was like, man, you know. Right there, right then, or y'all kept meeting? Nah, he was telling me about it right then, like oh. broken down what it was right then. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, okay. And so he was like, man, you know, I'm gonna tell you the truth, they're really focusing on me right now. But long story short, once I went and got an um, album done, mm-hmm. I took it to Pill Pain. Mm-hmm. Man, they told me to get that trash out of here. Ah. Yeah, man, I was, I, was, I was sick, man. I was like looking at the man like, what the hell? He was like, that's not it. I was like, damn, man. I mean, that's how the music game is, though, mm-hmm. man. I so mean, you still have that album now? Yeah, I got it. But the thing about it is, I sold like five thousand copies of that album on the trunk. But yeah. now, but now, like with 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 your experience and everything that you have in it now, if you listen back to it, what would you say about it? It was trash. Was he the thing about it? It was the delivery. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm rapping in monotone. You know, it wasn't believable. You know? Yeah. Like say, like when you're doing music, you got to speak it the way somebody will feel it. You know what yeah. I mean? The same way you feel it, that's how you got to put it in the mic, yeah. you know? Yeah. You the so they, yeah, it's just like... If you don't believe it, they yeah, don't Yeah, you got to paint a picture through audio, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is, you know? Storytelling. Yeah. All day. So, when they shot that down, were you like... I mean, obviously you're super blowed, but like, did you take a break or you went in to make the next one? I want to choke his ass out right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? But I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to go in and perfect it. Mm-hmm. See what the problem is. Okay. So you know, I asked everybody around me like, what they what they actually thought about it. Don't, don't give me no what I want to hear. Yeah. Tell me what you think. And I just kept going, but it really took like two or three years for me to come into my own. You know. Mm-hmm. But see what it was really, the 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 rhyming and all was good, but it was my delivery and how I was doing it because the guy that I was recording with, he recorded gospel there too. Mm. So I didn't feel comfortable, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. I felt like I was rapping in front of my grandma or something, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Soil up the yeah. Hmm. But what was crazy, though, is I brought a couple of my homeboys to feature them on the song. They ain't give a damn. They came yeah. in there doing them. They was smoking trees, everything. I'm looking like, 
damn, you know. So when I start rapping, coming into me, he stopped the mic and said, hold on, man, you cursing now? <laughs> I'm like, man, I curse all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Churching it up. Yeah, like, I, I didn't even curse in that album, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing, you know. Yeah. But it ain't about cursing, whatever it's about, saying what you want to say, what comes uh -huh. to your mind, you know what I mean? The way you want to express yourself, you know. Just like me coming in here in your show telling you don't speak on what you want to speak on. Mm. And it's your show. Yeah. yeah. You know, everybody got freedom of speech. What? Yeah, I mean, we tell Stacy to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> he Sometimes shut up. Yeah. Just no, no, he's just talking. No. Mm -hmm. So you when, know, you uh, get about five seconds. You when, know? when your your first album, what was your inspiration on that album? Was it just just stories from the stuff that you've been through, or did you did you specifically draw somewhere? To, to write that out or was it just this see, is everything in my mind right I gotta now. think about it like I try to forget that album man because <laughs> it, you see like I went by another name I went by my nickname but mm -hmm. they they added something to it man sometimes my aunt called me and I hate it man I can't stand it man my nickname is Bright mm -hmm. and my rap name is Benny White but around that time it was like what's your name gonna be I couldn't think of no rap now I was like Bright my nickname that's what everybody called me he said, well, nobody has one syllable name, so we're going to add an I to it. Brighty. Bright eye. Bright eye. Bright. <laughs> Look at you. That's just something, though. You can laugh, man. It's something to me, too. <laughs> hey. That sound like uh, a fucking a chick you're into. She looks like you. Yeah, like, man. Then the thing about it, man, it, it, was a, it was a girl in the city, man. It, you know, she wasn't a presentable woman at her name was Bright Eye, you know. Okay. Uh, she got around the city. I'm like, man, what the uh, hell? I find out later on, you know. Yeah, man. Damn. And so you know, my aunt, you know, she older. Every now and then, she be like, "Yeah, I be telling about Bright." I said, "That's not nobody no yeah. more, dude. Kill that." After that first time, that was it, you know. Okay. And you know, the inspiration, man, it was just like I just said, uh, the name of was I'm coming, like I'm coming in the game, you know. Yeah, and I had I had a lot of inspirational songs that I hear some people I, I know they heard it, you know what I mean? So I had little things like Seaport Soul, just stuff like that, you mm -hmm. know. But I never really pushed it after after get my money back off it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that. And then the second the second album, like I was going back to back. Like the next year I dropped another album, you know. Mm -hmm. Back then back then it was different and the game changed so fast. Cause like we was recording on um ADAC. The next year I was recording on digital. Mm. Technology. Fast. I mean, fast. Boom, boom, boom. It's gone. Yeah. You got to keep up with it. We had to pay. It was like a local dude used to burn CDs or all the local rappers and stuff. And you go pay him to get yours on the CD. Mm -hmm. right, next year I'm sending it off to Disc Maker, Triple Disc, places like that. It changed just that fast, you know. Mm -hmm. Technology. And shoot, now, nah. everybody on the internet, man, it, shoot. Yeah, you they didn't even know you, you can do a video on your phone. You yeah. can't even give them mixtape away. Yeah, yeah. They don't, man, think about it now. That people that weren't in the game, you would say artists oh, dropping music back to back, back to back. They might be dropping one song mm. or three songs. Back yeah. then, you dropping 18 tracks mm -hmm. at least yeah. on a disc. And yeah. long so, songs. Yeah, so they, they giving you like five-minute songs and all that. Yeah. So now they giving you really a whole album from back then in pieces. Mm -hmm. You know, but that's, that's how it goes. You got to keep up with it, you know. Do you play live? I did at first. Now I don't really want to play as 
playlist, I'm getting some money, you know. Okay. But I ain't getting no money. Yeah. Okay. You know, you got to book it, you know what I mean? And see, by me getting older, family and everything, you know, I just got to buckle down on it, you know. And plus, when I lost that last little deal, it kind of kind of threw me. Sure. Because you know? I was like, I dropped the album that year, and I was like, this is my last run at it, you know. And I was like, I'm going to do this and do that. And if I don't get it in this one, then I'm just going to give up. Mm-hmm. But... But with the, with the way the game is now, I mean, you can continue to do music and just drop your own shit yeah. and let it blow up and people buy it and download it and yeah. you just, you know, you yeah. make your own shirts, make your own everything. You don't right. really need nobody anymore. Right. right. And I picked up at that. You know, I got it. It's, it's online everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's online. You, get, you know, you can Google it and everything. Everything pop up. All mm-hmm. the albums. I got, now I got probably about five albums online. Mm-hmm. And then, countless mixtapes you know so when you do your albums do you go into it with like uh with like a theme sometimes yeah sometimes so you have some theme albums yeah i like, got some can you talk I got about some, some of them yeah i got um a couple of them man they be tired of what's going on like i got one called 200 g's of molly you know what i mean so that's a that's a theme one mm-hmm. it's all molly 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 all that's through like that a party album. yeah 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 it's okay. a party album and then I got one called Codeine Fiend. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean? slowed up. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. slowed up. But it got a mix of some modern music in it, too. Mm-hmm. And out there, I got one called Lean On Me. That same <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that lean get a oh, lot of clean. Like you know? <laughs> yeah, lean On Me. And I got one called Lit. That's the one I, I let go for the all that did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Lit album. That's, that's pretty good right there. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a roundabout album, you know? Mm-hmm. I did one producer on it's called Baseline Fanatics. Mm-hmm. He in Atlanta, I think he worked with uh, Street Zex. But he pretty good. He do a lot of music for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gonna be big one day. If he ain't big already, you know. Because yeah. there's so many people coming up. Mm-hmm. And everybody don't go for the spotlight like that, you know. Yeah. Like Afro Steve, I mean, on Instagram and all, he, he big. He always in a major studio working with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see that shit on YouTube all the time. Producers posting that shit like. Yeah, yeah it's not even about like guys aren't aren't doing anything for like major clout and stuff anymore. They're doing it for the craft now, and it's it's yeah. just better. They're doing. Well, yeah, it. I mean that's that's really how that's the route to success. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's better. It's better yeah. when you get back to the craft because, man, just doing it just to do it for the money. Like I say, it's hard to make the money in it now because everybody go off streaming. Yeah. They pay pennies for streaming. Yeah, really, right. really, they get over on the artists. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. Like YouTube and all. I mean, they Spotify. You, YouTube all been, been the, the best outlet for underground artists and all. Now it's like they turn against underground artists. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's crazy. All you can get off them now is the exposure a little bit. Yep. That shit. Mm-hmm. Exposure don't pay the bills. Nah, it's, it's so oversaturated now, you know? Yeah. Till it's hard to get the exposure. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if I could find uh, one of the songs that that got me the deal to play a little bit of it. You know? oh, shit, we can actually play some music today. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's it's I don't it. have to just yeah. sing it. Yeah. Oh, oh, so where you can put, oh. No, no, it's your song. So it's oh. like once we post, we can get in trouble. You know, when you post stuff online, if yeah. you don't have the rights to post it, since it's your song, you can play it and we can't get sued. Oh, just play yeah. it on the phone. Yeah, yeah, it's your song, so you you're playing it. Like yeah. we had to, uh, it, we had to make a theme. We had to have somebody make our our intro song, right? Yeah. Because we couldn't use somebody else's shit 
Oh man, why why you come to me to make the intro song? Yeah. Hey man, how do y'all know each other? We actually had somebody volunteer. He actually, uh, he's my. He used to be my apprentice. <laughs> oh, yeah, me and him. Uh, electricity blitz. Yeah, he, yeah. He, uh, at the electricity house. Yeah. At the electricity at the electric company. Yeah, uh, he used to call me yeah. a hot boy because he, he, he would he would stand there and stand there and look at me while I used to yell at uh, freaking project managers when they used to tell us to go do yeah, stuff. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. He hell, man. Yeah, he yeah. changed. He changed. He changed. All the man do is talk shit. Yeah, <laughs> damn right. Now he getting now he's doing it all the fucking internet yeah, yeah. Hey, we now, tell, you, tell you the truth but he piped down a little bit oh yeah 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 oh wow yeah yeah he used to just fly off the hand yeah I used to go in man flying off the handle yeah I ain't had to put hands on him in a minute oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying this one song I made it I made it for for my wife you know it's called She Own It and this is the first which, song which album this song Me. Okay. by Benny White this is your newest album the deal no, nah, this is not the newest one. This is the uh, the, the last one for, uh, I think that's 2017 okay. or 2018, one of them. But this is the first song they heard where it was like they wanted to give me a deal with it. Savannah, but he in Atlanta right now. Okay. You know what I mean? Cartier Fly. It's called. He calls himself um, Baseline Fanatics. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's his tagline. So he did that, and they heard that. But throughout, we have us having conversations and all. Mm-hmm. I told him, I said, man, I got a whole lot more music because they got excited. It was like, uh, because when they was talking the deal, they was talking about studio time and everything. I was like, I got an album that Avro Steve just mix and master that's mm-hmm. ready. They know even though Baseline from that is producing, Afro Steve, he mixed and mastered it. And they was like, yeah. I said, yeah, well, I need a promotion and marketing, you mm-hmm. know. So, you know, that's a go for them. That's, yeah. that's less work for them, you know. So then they was doing that. And I said, man, I sent him two more songs, just excited. And so, because he was like, man, how come you're not big yet? And I was like, I don't know. I'm serious. You know what I mean? I'm saying. Yeah, big right here. now, you know, yeah. 
And so, you know, he was like, well, we need to get this thing going right now. Mm-hmm. So they moved fast pace. You know, it was a little too fast for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, you know what yeah, I'm you, saying? I got a life. I got like, other things yeah, going on. Yeah, these folks calling me every day. Yeah, I, I mean, can't all drop, day yeah, long. Unless you putting some money on the table, I can't drop everything I'm doing. Yeah, they don't even want to hear that. You got a job. They're like, man, hey, what you going to do? He was like, we fly to California today. Yeah, I'm like, you oh, enter you out. Like, yeah, you enter you out. You know, I messed up. But when I sent this song, he was like, oh, hold up. This is the one we're going to focus on. It's called Say No More. It's produced by Baseline Fanatics 2. When I speak about my partner, they got locked up in the feds for somebody snitching on me. did an in-studio video for this one tonight. saying like it's biting or anything yeah but that it's like radio quality you know what i mean it sounds like a lot that. of the other stuff that's out there right now you know what that. i mean yeah. it's got its own style i'm not saying mm-hmm. you like sound like other people you yeah, know yeah. what i'm saying no, i know what you're saying but exactly. there's a lot yeah. of other stuff out has like there. a commercial i appreciate yeah that. absolutely um so like how did you make that transition from where you were talking about you know you were rapping in a monotone like on your first album and stuff like how did you really learn, you know, like your hooks, your inflection, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, was that just from listening? Listening or to music. Or did people, do like, my research. coach you, yeah. kind of, and help Yeah, just you talking to people. Like, was what I used to do, man, it's crazy because, like, a lot of people, I guess they were scared to tell me that. Mm-hmm. But when I brought it up, they some were like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to say that, too, you <laughs> yeah. know, because... Well, see, at the same time, you was, you was kind of... How do I put this? You was kind of also big homie at the same time too, wasn't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking about like strangers because okay. the, the job I had, like I used to unload trucks and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of them, I just said, they was like my biggest customers. Yeah, but you was still, was this was this pre or post vacation? Uh, before the vacation. Yeah, so you was still goon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So yeah, I wasn't really so they yeah. was yeah. yeah. like, ah, it was great. Yeah. I was great, bro. It's so good. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, man. but because they would trip because <laughs> I would rap it to them in person, and it was like, damn. Well, I could feel it when you rapping in person. 
Oh, it's, it's this. not translating. It's not translating, you know? Yeah. And see, that's the main thing with music. You got to learn your delivery. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about the delivery. So your first your first album, like, how long were you in the studio before you was like, all right, this is done? One day. All right, so how long were you in the studio before your second, second album was done? The next day. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going to tell Time you. Time is money. I'm going to tell you, man, see, that dude there. He was charging like fifty dollars an hour. Okay. And you had to book at least four hours. Okay. And on top of that, like to tell you the truth, I spent like twenty five hundred to three thousand on my first album. Cause I went in there, I was, you know, I told him I said, hey, this is what I want to do. What is going to cost? Give me my prices up front. Don't come with anything on the back. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's what I did, even though. They had their little hidden fees like everybody else do. Yeah. We straighten that out. Yeah. Quick, but you know. <laughs> but you know. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Because, you know, you, you got to learn the, the business aspect of it. I, I haven't learned the business aspect at that time. You yeah. Know? So I, I dealt with the way I know how to deal with it. You know? Yeah. And, it, and so we got past that part. But when I came to that, you know, it was a dude I went to school with. Like Willie, he was selling a CD. Mm-hmm. Ain't no at the time, you know, me being in the street, everybody I'm asking about the music besides camouflage, they don't want to tell me where to go at. And at that time, it was just a handful of rappers in Savannah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like camouflage, mm-hmm. third coast, and a couple other people. You know, but everybody I asked, they were like, nah, because you know I had a little little bit of money, whatever. So you can go from start to almost finish if you got a little money with, with you. So when I went in the studio. That guy that Willie, I said, man, man, I bought a CD. I'm like, what you did? He said, he told me. He took me to the people. And so they told me the prices and all. He was like, oh, yeah, the guy charged two fifty to make the, the track. So on top of the fifty dollars an hour, you're paying two fifty for the beat. And I mean, he had some nice beats, man. He sounded like Dr. Dre or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was different from a local sound. So I'm like, yeah, I can run with that. Mm-hmm. So he was like, when you want to start? I'm like, shit, today. Yeah. So he was like, okay, he ready to make the money. So I recorded, and you know, me, time is money, like she say. I went to the studio, my song was already ready. Mm-hmm. So it took me about 30 minutes to record. Yeah, because you're still thinking about, yeah, let's get this done. I yeah, I'm gone, okay. you know. And so I told him what I, all the songs I wanted to do, you know, because when I when I got focused on doing the music, I already was starting to write songs, mm-hmm. writing them every day, and I used to memorize everything. I used to go on there and memorize it all, you know. Yeah, I remember when uh, me and you used to ride around the truck doing jobs, he would either a get in the passenger seat and fall asleep immediately. <laughs> <laughs> he was tired. He's fucking recording all night. Sorry, he's writing his own music. He would either get, get he's making his seat. money to yeah. fucking go on the booth. He would either go get in the passenger seat, fall straight asleep, or get in the passenger seat, put his headphones on, listen to a beat, and have his eyes closed and be rapping. And that's that's all. It was those only two things he was doing. We get out the truck. He'd be like, "All right, what are we doing? We get the tools, have his headphones in, do what we got to do, put the tools up." Go right back to it. That's all you do all day long. Yo, I mean, you seem serious about it. I remember. I love the music, man. You know, like anybody doing that's getting into the music, first thing I'm going to tell them, if you're in the streets, cut it out. You got to do either or. Mm-hmm. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. You got to go do that. If you got to get you a job or whatever, legal job to support that, then do that. Mm-hmm. Because you ain't going to make it the other way. You know what yeah. I mean? Be like me, mess up Good opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you'd be years later trying to fix that if you could, you know? I met a lot of people in there that's not 
coming home ever. Yeah. You know, like my bunk mate, he was uh 22 with three life sentences. Yeah. He already had been locked up 10 years. Yeah, I yeah. met a dude the other day. Fucking, he was like talking to me. He was like, yeah, man, I just got out. Fucking, we was the same age. He was like, yeah, man, I just got out 15 years. I was like, shit. He's yeah, like, yeah, man. I was out for four months. I'm back in now. I was like, what the yeah, fuck, hard. bro? Like, one thing about it, man, once you once they get you on that, yeah, boy, it's, everything it's everything is system. a violation. Mm-hmm. Everything is a violation. Yeah. You drink liquor is a violation. Mm-hmm. Anything, man. Being around anybody that's a that's a violation. Yeah, police stop you for anything that's a violation. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, yeah, it's, it's a never-ending circle. Really got to stay in the house, in the cocoon or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had something the other day. I think it was yesterday. Everybody on Facebook talking about it locally. They had something saying, uh, come to the courthouse, get your record expunged. I wasn't gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, first thing I said, nah, that's that trick right there. Yeah. <laughs> Some idiots got locked up going up there knowing they got things on their record, warrants and stuff like that. Uh-huh. They oh, gonna, well, They going to check your ID off the, off the back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And what you say? Oh, while you're here, yeah. come sit in this Make room. yourself comfy. Yeah. yeah. I'll take your shoes off. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll take your shoes. <laughs> so what's your, uh, what's, your, what's your process now? Because you hear a lot of artists and stuff talking about, yeah, I don't write nothing down no more. I just go in the booth and whatever's on my mind. Man, let me tell you something about that. Some of that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> some of that's some bullshit, man. I mean, I got an artist working with me. He does that. For the most part, he comes out pretty good, you know. But sometimes, you know, I want substance. Mm-hmm. So it's a different thing. Like you say, theme albums. Mm-hmm. Now, it's different. Like a lot of the stuff people don't understand is different types of music. Mm-hmm. You got that lean music. You got the Marley music. They basically be high. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get high or, or drink or something like that, you might not understand what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's perfectly clear to them yeah. and other people. You know what I mean? But some people, that's all they do. And they're going there and spit some bullshit, you know. <laughs> to me, I feel like, man, hey, you got to have more than that, mm-hmm. you know. Don't come in and tell me about the same thing. I mean, everybody talking about the same thing, but it's how you put it out, you sure. know. You know, you yeah. Gotta go back and listen to some of them. Your uh, perspective. Some of the mixtapes yeah. and albums I used to listen to when I riding around drinking and smoking. I listened like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> half of them, half of it. You riding that shit? Yeah, yeah riding. You think about it sometimes, man. You might. You might drink or something. You might be like, "Fuck yeah, man!" That's the type of shit yeah. they do on the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they be doing on the yeah. song sometimes, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Listening to uh, fucking, I was because I, I was watching the uh, the le- latest season of Evolution of Hip Hop, and I was watching the Lil John shit, and I uh, went back and was listening to some of the like the first Kings of Crunk. And I was like, "What the fuck is this, this shit?" Trash. Like, the, yeah, like it would not, it does not hold up but at yeah, all. But at the album, time, yeah. it's the fir- it's yeah. his first album. Yeah, right? and at the, the time, time, at the time, that shit was fucking hard as hell. That yeah, shit was man. just that was that was the party scene. But now I look back, I'm like, well, why the fuck? Yeah, man, it, it's crazy how it changed. That's man. how you're gonna be going back listening to ASMR in fucking three years. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Man, that's how, crazy, I, that's how I feel about listening to episode one right now of this <laughs> well, podcast. That means we're making progress. Yeah. <laughs> what kind man, of music do you listen to now? Like, who do you listen to? I listen to, to everything, man. Did you, uh, did you listen to Gotti's new album? Nah, it yeah. I heard, I heard some of the songs, but, man, you know, sometimes when you doing your music, 
I'm trying to listen to too much out there. You know yeah. What yeah. I mean? Just make sure you don't want to bleed over shit. too much. But I listen to a lot of music, staying up on it and all of that. And like, I listen to Gotti. I haven't gotten around listening to it yet, but a lot of my friends listen to it. So I hear it. I downloaded the new Gotti and the new Wayne last week. Yeah. I listen to everything. I mean, that's, that's why like a lot of people tell me that my music don't sound local and it's, it sound well-rounded. Mm-hmm. That's I did a lot of traveling. And then, uh, you know, I listen to everything. And plus, I do a lot of reading, too. So, What is your, so outside of hip-hop, what is your favorite genre to get into and just vibe out and drive around? I listen to so many types of hip-hop, so most of the time it's hip-hop. Okay. You know what I mean? A lot of time I ride around listening to something that, like instrumentals a lot, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Different type of instrumentals, man, you know, it can be any type, like, might be rock and roll or whatever, you know? The instrumental will pull me, and mm-hmm. I, I write to that, you know, or whatever. But a lot of, a lot of times, you know, I listen to a lot of R and B too if I'm trying to relax mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, I like jazz, things like that. You know, any type of music, man. I mean, if it, if it got a good instrumentals and all of that, mm-hmm. well, I love it. That's you know, what's up. That's what I like, man. So you said uh, last time we had a conversation that you're moving over into doing your own thing and, and bringing up your own artists now. How is that yeah. How's that going for you? What is What is that experience like? It's hard, you know, especially when you got artists that are new to the game because I'm trying to teach them everything that I know. know. People, they, they didn't show me mm-hmm. anything, but I'm not like that. Yeah. I want everybody to make it and eat because you either make a friend or a foe, you know. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can hold somebody, you can try to hold somebody back, What's for them is for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you can make an enemy, you know, and be like, later on, you might need somebody to pull you up. So if you didn't help them, they're going to step on your fingers. Mm-hmm. And how is, it, how is it being down? Because, I mean, we've talked about it before, and everybody in this entire area knows Savannah has a hardcore crabs in a bucket kind of scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's that's What's that mean? That's the... Everybody dragging each make. other down. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes if you get towards the top, if you, if you have a bucket of crabs... Uh-huh. When one gets towards the top, the Pulling rest down. of them all. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. For the theater scene. Yeah. The, the scene period in Savannah is, is a I hardcore. Yeah. Like that once you start, everybody knows. Once you start making it in Savannah, you got to get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. You got to Even the stuff. art scene is so fucking pretentious. Man, everything, man. They, it's an artist man that's doing good. Not Quando Ronda, but he had to stay away from the city, like you see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's doing hella good. He really, he really he's bringing the spotlight back to the city. Because after Flaw, you know, they put a black. It was, they blackballed the city. Mm-hmm. Nobody would mess with it. Yeah. Is um, but I mean, Big Boy like comes back and forth and does a little bit here man, and there. Big Boy come back and throw a kick, cook out with his family and stuff. Man. Yeah, he don't do nothing for artists. Okay, and I ain't saying he have to. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people want to appreciate what you do. But if it was me, I at least open a studio down and let somebody mm-hmm. else run it mm-hmm. and make a make an outlet. Because like it, the difference is if I do open mic here. Now it's about to there's nobody in the crowd. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. With the internet now, somebody can record and put it online. Mm-hmm. But if you're in Atlanta, man, anybody could be in that crowd. Mm-hmm. So you do open mic, it could be the cousin, best friend, or somebody that knows somebody. Be like, hey, man, come to the show next week. It's a guy that comes there, and then you on. Yeah. It don't take nothing but a second up there. Yeah. Like, you could record in the studio up there, and somebody be in the next studio, and coming in, now you got a feature. If they vibing with you, you know, yeah. you go up there and flexing like you got money and all, mm. they gonna get that money. Mm. You know, but if you in there just chilling, you're like, oh, that's a nice song, you know. 
you can get on. So you still write every day? Not every day, not like I used to. Mm-hmm. But really, it don't really take me that long to write, you know? Yeah. But I, I have a lot of new music. Like, one of the artists that I work with, we got a song called End the Yo. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were supposed to be working on videos and all that, but once again in life, mm-hmm. I was going to school and stuff, so I had to put it on hold for a second, but he pretty, his name is Richie, mm-hmm. and he's pretty good, man. He goes, he don't write. And, you know, at first I had to be like, man, I hear what you spell. You know what I mean? He do pretty good, man. This this him, well, Andy, yo, he starts off, I do the hook. This is one of the newest songs. Spit that in probably about fifteen minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. I was I was surprised, you know. But he do pretty good, man. Yep. So, are you trying to do uh, with what you got going on? Are you are you bringing any in house producers? Or are you still outsourcing that? Nah, I pretty much use some of the same producers. It's a local producer I work with. He did that did that album with that song. It's another song, another single that I'm bringing out. His name is uh, Neef the Wave. Mm-hmm. Hanif Ali. He, he's hard. You know, he's a local producer. I work with him, Afro Steve, Baseline Fanatics. A lot of time I'm in between those three. And then I work with someone like this producer here for this song. It's called Harold the Wave. He's, he's, oh, he's an internet producer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's far, I think he's in Texas or something like that. So what's the overall scene in the Savannah area right now? Because, I mean, I know Pure Pain kind of is still around, but they don't really do a whole lot. Um Ever, ever since Screw went away, we'll see Screw back now. Yeah, that's there's still some controversy around that. Yeah, I don't really yeah, know if we yeah, want to yeah. talk about nah, that I right now. I don't speak on that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. but yeah, I don't know about that. We'll talk about that later. Okay, um, can't wait. Yeah, I like my house without holes in it. Um, <laughs> but on fire. <laughs> yeah, my house did catch on fire, but it was not his fault. Um, yeah. Now we know. Yeah, please don't. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what? How many? Um, of course, I know No Mercy personally. Yeah. Um, how many? How many other? And I know, uh, I know Pound Game from Midway and all them. I know those guys. Man, it's a million artists, man. It's a million artists. Crazy thing is, man, they kind of, they kind of damn them making artists go underground because the city got some. You know, the city focus on, and I understand from business aspect. They making money off tourism. Yeah. Billions of dollars off of that. 
But that's a whole nother city mm-hmm. that they present yeah. to the tourists. They don't want to hear about the other side. You know what I mean? I understand because it'll hurt their dollars. Yeah. You know? So they kind of suffocate the mm-hmm. local artists. You know, like Atlanta, they basically be on party city and clubs, stuff like that. So they embrace stuff like that. You know what I mean? Savannah don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if where would one find a show being held by one of the people you guys just named? Places like Elon. Okay. Island Breeze might not want to go to Island Breeze. Yeah. I live very close <laughs> to Island Breeze. No, wait. <laughs> no, you Long don't. Branch. Is that the thing? Oh, yeah, that's completely okay. different. Yeah, yeah. Um, Island, where is that? It's Island Breeze is oh, over uh, Bobo's. Bobo's. It's surrounded by Scab, but you know. It's, yeah, it's Bobo's. Uh, yeah, it's over yeah, there. Yeah. Okay, so Island Breeze, Club Elan. They got some good oxtails. Club Elan, you know. Uh, that's where you go for the oxtails. They serve food. Oh, I thought you said oxies. I was like, no, that's no. not my style. <laughs> oxtails aren't my style either. I don't want either of those items. Oxtails are dope. You're tripping. <laughs> yeah, it, it really killing a lot of the showcases and stuff like that. And then so many people do music online now, so they're really kind of getting away from it. But see, that. at the same time, like, I think, I think, I think that's 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 twofold. I think I think we have to kind of blame ourselves for that because within the city itself, once we do have those showcases and shit, when motherfuckers show up, they don't know how to act. And they don't know how to act. Now. Yeah, and I think we gotta we gotta we gotta fix that within our own community. Yeah. It's like yo, if we're gonna promote our own people yeah. and do everything, we gotta know how to act when we go out. Cause I remember Club Rain. I did a show on them, man. Oh that my god, good. that motherfucker got shut hey. down because yeah, they man. couldn't stop shooting. Yeah, that pissed me yeah. off right there. All the time. That was a nice club. Yeah, it was. I've been there when they first opened up, and then I was like, nope, ain't coming here no more. Yeah, man. Uh, Iguana, nope, ain't yeah, coming here yeah. no more. See, that's all. What was the other one? Frozen Paradise. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a classic right there. Yeah. Man. You talking about it's, it was too frozen now. Yeah. The classic one back in the day was on Broad Street. Yeah, I'm talking about the one off of Indian. That's Indian. where Ghost Coast is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, they got another club over there? It's Ghost Coast Brewery now. Or no, distillery. it's Distillery. Yeah. They make the yeah. liquor. They, they make liquor. They done good about two or three condominiums over there. Yeah. 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 High Rise Hotels, yeah. man. It's all going Short-term on. Short-term vacation rentals yeah. and such. Yeah. We were just there at Ghost Coast for a couple weeks ago. That shoot, man. Going to that club down there, that was like a death trap, man. Yeah. And they put it down in the corner like that, man. No light. <coughs> no light, no nothing. Yeah. Dangerous. No you street. can't run out of that motherfucker because you're going straight into Bay Street, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of shit was just done down there. That whole shit. Broad Street used to be lit up, but not bad as that down there. Mm-hmm. It's away from everything. Yeah. You know? As soon as you leave out there, you're going straight in the trap anyway, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of artists, man. They, they do things online, man. And that online really killed the game to me. You know, it helped the local artists, but it killed the game, too, because it just oversaturated everything and it make it too easy for everybody just to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, you know, a lot of people can create, but everybody don't they don't need to be heard, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Yeah. Agreed. That's fair. Yeah. Well, if, I mean, that's a lot of what I think, I mean, if you talk to most musicians they'll tell you like you know you gotta fucking play gigs yeah you know what i mean to to get your growth yeah. even with right. your theater shit like y'all can rehearse all day uh-huh. but the growth that you get between your first show and your second show Comes from performance. is yeah all yeah. that's that's I, where you I see agree with real that. growth you know what i think it is is because it's the relationship that people get from you and then Absolutely. they 
they project that out to other people. You become humanized. Yeah, they see you up you there know? sweating and drinking water. Yeah. and They can feel your story yeah. in a different way. And this was kind of sad because Savannah has a lot to offer in a lot of different things. But everybody that, that I talk to that does anything says, hey, you want to go to Atlanta, go to Jacksonville, go to Florida. Don't man, do it. Just well, I think this here. is where you have to hone your craft. So you yeah, can go yeah. up to Atlanta and you get laughed the fuck out. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the spot where you you, you practice, you work on your shit, you get it all together. Like you say, you, you wrote right all it. your songs out, yeah. and then you took it and recorded it in yeah. so you know somewhere right. else. Then the thing about it, you write about that because you're not from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Every place is territorial. Like I know with hip hop, it is. I don't know about any other genre, but hip hop they territorial where you from or whatever. Mm-hmm. If that's not your base, mm-hmm. they're not gonna support you like that. Yeah, you have to get your home base at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I say, if you go to Atlanta to record, if it's easy for you, you got to come back home and build your fan base up. Start yeah. from there, you know. And it's hard because it's oversaturated, and then the city want to muffle it. Like they try to call a lot of gang, a lot of um rap labels gangs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they're doing mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah. C and T changed up a bunch yeah. of stuff in the past couple of years. We, we, I even experienced some of that. You yeah. know what I mean? Rap label, they trying to call it a game. Um, I know. I, I spoke to uh, when I was in school. They brought in a an author because I was like doing writing shit. So, and uh, they were like, you know, you can ask him whatever you want. And so I was like, you know, what what was the biggest barrier? What's the biggest barrier to getting published? Like, what what's the you know what should I be doing to to be getting published? And he was like, man honestly like you gotta get your support system like mm-hmm. you gotta find your own crowd base first yeah. and then it'll come from there you know what I mean that's what I'm still it's trying not... to find I don't know my crowd yet yeah at one time I, you know I was online I had a bunch of fans from India <laughs> but I don't know where they went they, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Same thing, like as dude, telemarketers. That's bro. what I keep telling. Like, like my uh, my Instagram, I get new followers all the time on the Instagram because it's open and public for the podcast, yeah. and it's just, man, dude, they, I got Indian dudes man, that like just on, for weird random bombs in vision. Yeah, just <laughs> random, <laughs> random stuff. I was like, where the, where the fuck is that? Okay, whatever. Follow it. I don't oh care. God. Get the numbers up. I don't care. You know what fucks me up is I have these motherfuckers. You seen the Instagram drug dealers? Yeah, I get a lot these of these motherfuckers be adding me man. all the time, bro. Yeah, I get that shit too. <laughs> I'm like, I have a, yeah, that's how? how the fuck y'all get my shit? Like, what the fuck? I can tell, like, if I've liked something from work, like, if Jamie Tinty likes a post that Smoke Cartel did, automatically 50 bazillion new weed things. Oh, man. Come following me, and I'm like, that's the police, man. Yeah. (laughs) That's all that is, man. That's all that is, man. Instagram, they so funny. Like, Facebook. On Instagram, so all of it tied together. Yeah, and then it used to be different in the beginning. Like you might post something, and everybody on your friends to see it and all. Now they do it different. You know what no, I mean? No. You got to post more things and whatever you post about. And, they, they, and all they do is they want you to pay for it. Mm-hmm. They want you to pay to get your post out there. That's all that's for. Yeah, you know? paying for. Promotion. I found because like I when I first did my Instagram, I did it as a regular one, and then I when I started posting just the podcast stuff on there. It asked me if I wanted to change it to a See business, See and then, I, but I, it, I did it for free. Yeah. It didn't cost me anything. But then I, re- I found out the whole the the hashtag shit where mm-hmm. you just everything you post, you throw all those extra hashtags oh, on, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. starts getting you. That's all free. You just got to know how to yeah. do it. 
Are you, I, we're we're aware. I, I know. <laughs> we, I, I just found out how to do it. You're, you're the one that just learned. got the Instagram. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I, I run a business. Thank you. Yeah, he does marketing. Yeah. Y'all should have told me. I, yeah. All right. Yeah. 1912. Well, hey, maybe if you're boom, here more boom, often. Boom. Wow, that was a uh, stretch. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, sorry I didn't teach you about Instagram and hashtag grandpapa. <laughs> Jeez. Again, you're older than me. Oh, oh, shit. Are we going to do that today? <laughs> Damn. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. This is, I'm about to whoop out Stacy real fast. We'll catch you. You're going to get your own staycation. Can we catch Kay? We're the vacation. So what's, uh, so what's next up for Benny White? Man, I'm trying to uh, get it together, man. And uh, these artists, man. I got two of them, like, I have Richard and then his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She gonna be the star. Okay. Okay. See, if you ask me, Hopefully you know what I mean? Hey, I'm sorry, Richard, man. You know, he, he, he already know. He know. But we believe in you. You know what I mean? Kind of. He, he know from uh, hey, folks you know. Hey, gonna be a kept man, man, right? She got a song called. Hey, man, I've, I've been down to be Stedman for a long, long she got time. Good, she got good, good music, man. I'm gonna play something from her that's unreleased. It's called Keep Going. Okay. She featured me and Richie on, but it's gonna be her first single. What's her? Uh, yeah. Her, her name was Lady T. Okay. Lady. Yeah, Lady T. Yeah. <laughs> Sassy. Yeah, yeah, she's sassy now. Man, I she, like it. Hey, she be going in, man. She, uh, let me see. This is a song called Lit. And she... They got bitches lying down the throat and tired of paying rent. Don't you drop off in my session because that shit will get you hit. Yeah, I pushing, shoving, dating, fell off in this bitch. Everybody's super lit. Yeah, she, uh, she tight work, man. Yeah. I said, she got, I'm trying to see, uh, something I was playing of her. Called Status. Oh, I know I'm gonna play this right. This is a freestyle. Okay. And uh, it's me, Lady T, and Richie. Benny White, Lady T, and Richie. I ain't finna tell y'all how I got away with this shit. And that's how we coming in, man. I mean, ball head media behind us with it. I 
trying to get into that you know they yeah. don't they really giving me they gas again you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i met them through ballhead media uh, this year mm-hmm. and they giving me life again you know okay. rapping with these young artists and teaching them yeah like how old are they they in their mid-20s okay. okay yeah do they play live that's what i was getting at no nah, they, they fresh okay they haven't been anything yet you know mm-hmm. and we're getting the songs together now and then by the time we start doing shows like this new single that in the yo, mm-hmm. that was one we were supposed to start up with that. But it's a single called New Kicks that I just released online with me and Rich, and I think that's gonna start us up with it. This New Kicks, this online right now, iTunes, Apple Music, every, everywhere. But I don't want to bore y'all with all this music. Right? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 Shoes on my feet, got me walking sleep. Walk sleep. 18 on the stove, I don't want for the shit. Don't want for shit. You know you hear me coming for your seat or whip. The seat or shit that five blocks, go and eat the way shit. You know that bitch. Your shoes on my feet, got me walking sleep. Walk sleep. 18 on the stove, I don't want for shit. Don't want for shit. You know you hear me coming for your seat or whip. Before you see me coming, whoa, whoa, catch me at the light. Bitch, you know I'm flushing. You know I keep it on me, know it ain't no stunt. Hell nah. Don't walk up on my car. Bitch, you know I'm gunning. I gotta catch a flight. I don't take nothing. Got shit. 30 minute trip at the most cousin round trip. Gotta meet the spring snow bunny. Oh, I see. Take the car back. That's a dope running. Whoa, whoa. You know that's OG without that's your lit. That's all I blow. I'm OG and big bro around them tits. That's how I go. You got it off the lot, I got that kit. I got that chip. Ain't got no key, 
Press the brake, dog, and push the button. I like that shit. Those shoes on my feet. Got me walking sleep. Walking sleep. 18 on the stove. I don't want for shit. That's your new kicks, man. Yeah, that's your newest song? Yeah, I like that one. You like that, Slazy? Yeah. Yeah, man. We were trying to call it. Yeah, I remember uh, shit back in the day. OG, my emoji, blue money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember all that. That's what I was listening today. Listen to blue money? Yeah, I watched the video. Oh, yeah, y'all. Y'all, you know I'm going to have to play that before I get up out of here. Hey, one thing, man. Let me tell you something. Blue money? That song right there? Now, I had a lot of songs that did things, you know what I mean? I saw a Blue Money about to take off, you know? When I we did that video, you know, like, you got different friends that everybody might not hang around mm -hmm. each other, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't take Stacey's. Yeah, you know we don't take Stacey's to certain places. Yeah, yeah but for, for that for that video shoot, Just because brought, he's a fucking yeah, asshole. You yeah, know? <laughs> I was bringing everybody together for that video shoot. And when the video came out, I told my other two partners, I said, hey, man, I said, hey, man, this song, uh, People contacting me about this song. I'm seeing the numbers go up. You know yeah. what I mean? I said, this song doing something, you know? But, man, we had differences with certain people. Not the artists so much, but, like, the producer and all. Mm. He saw it, too. And started wanting the extra money and all mm. that type of stuff like that. And I was like, man, get out of here. And, you know, and in the midst of that, VZ, I think v, either VZ, Postboy VZ got locked up. The one that got 22 years. Mm -hmm. The one to say no more is about. Yeah. He got locked up around that time. And a lot of other stuff was going on. That's when they would start trying to say that regular was a gang and all that stuff like that. So everybody really went into submission, you know, and kind of yeah, touched out of jail. You know what I mean? Because yeah. all we was trying to do was figure out a way to improve his artists, you know, and, and get to that next level. Mm -hmm. But like it's so hard with independence, you know? Yeah. Especially once you get older and you got life to deal with, you yeah. know, family and all of that, you know, because, like, on NDO, when my, when my first come on NDO, I say, my old lady don't like it, yeah. you know, she'd rather me focus on something solid, 95 and all that, mm -hmm. my son will tell you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, for How long have you been time. married? Ah, we still engaged, but, <laughs> you know, ah. I know, I know to say that it's, it's marriage, she can't call nothing else, uh -huh. wife, you know. Oh, we've been a gay. We've been a gay. The only reason we've been a gay for so long and not mad is because of me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm a chun too, just like with the music. Right. Y'all want to take a little smoke break? We'll come back and wrap it up real quick. Yeah, we'll take a little break. Let's go ahead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you said you've been reinvigorated into the music scene and everything. Um, <laughs> in vinegar that's <laughs> uh, Stacy have you have you thought about doing any more of the um of the new age stuff with the crossover music with like an EDM beat or anything like that man I rap on anything man okay anything I mean like uh like even with these artists I challenge them all the time because like it don't matter what it is if it's, if it's if I can rap on it, I'm gonna rap on it. If you feel, so if you feel in the beat, yeah, you're going. Okay. I got something called on the road. I don't know what kind of beat you would call it, but Neek the Wave, he did it, and uh, it's kind of different. Okay. To me, I to me, I would call it something like a. When I did this this song, what it's called? What? what? Twelve thirty. Yeah, twelve thirty. 
Straight up and down. Yeah. That's our way of saying keeping it one hundred. Yeah. Like the hands on the clock, twelve thirty. Keep it straight up and down. Mm, I see that. Yeah. That's what they try to call a game. Mm. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, it's not a gang, y'all. Nah, it's just a way of life, you know. What's on your necklace? Well, that's the uh, the last supper. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Gratuity included. Gotta <laughs> split that check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, when I did this song on the road, it just made me. I dream of performing in front of a big crowd. You know, I, mean? I don't care if I get paid or not for it. That's my dream. Mm-hmm. I just when I see that, you know, I just get inspired. Like watching Travis Scott and you know what I mean. But like the boy, um, what's his name? Um, yeah, Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. That song on the box. Mm-hmm. They had something online. He was performing that. And the crowd just was yelling at him. He had a, he said a couple words of mine. Man, I said, boy, I get to that. I feel like I made it. Well, I got the money or not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, you know. But this on the road, I, I picture us on stage doing that. And like Richie, he had to catch it, but he caught it. You know what I mean? But this one is good. Meet the Wave produced this too. That's the local producer. Tight. Play something that Richie got is unreleased. He's gonna be big. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm tripping like that. Like this, yeah. 
bass line and all of that song. And when you hit through some speakers, man, it yeah. just rock and roll, man. What uh, what album now? Man, it's gonna be on uh. I don't know what we're going to call it yet. You oh, okay. You, you ain't put that one out yet. Nah, it's a project. All that's unreleased. So y'all hearing some new shit. Yeah, yeah. Unreleased, boy. Exclusive. Nobody here but us, but the artists, you know? Mm-hmm. Y'all hearing it first, you know? Cool. It's like... Omnipotent this. idiots bringing it to you live. That's how we do. <laughs> On the forefront of Savannah culture. Yeah. Got <laughs> <Talk> yourself. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He was trying I to was waiting it. for y'all to laugh. That was a joke. Keep waiting. Are you drawing his medallion? Yes. I didn't know what it was, so I thought if I drew it, I could figure it out. <laughs> I fucks with it. I fucks with it. So what, uh, when, when are you thinking about releasing? Shoot, man, it's just a matter of doing it, you know? And I ain't really, you know, being, being independent, you can drop stuff when you want to, you know? Like I just dropped in the past two weeks, I dropped um new kicks and uh hit it with the fork with me and Richie and then working on Lady T dropping some music from her. Mm-hmm. You know, where do you uh put it? Where you put it out at? You on SoundCloud? All that stuff? YouTube? I, I have some stuff on SoundCloud, but those songs are not on SoundCloud. It's like YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music. Okay. iTunes, everywhere. everywhere. Are the major, like, because, I mean, I think the last time I was really into pulling mixtapes and stuff, I was still Dat Piff and all that. Is, is all that stuff still major? Dat Piff was like, that's the OG of the mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me, them and live mixtapes. They still do it, but a lot of the youngsters, they on my mixtapes and stuff like that. Okay. My mixtapes, Spamrella, um, Audio Mate. I have music on those three, too. All of them. So where, where, where do you do most of your recording at now? Shoot, I do some of it in Atlanta, in Student Buckhead, but majority I do it in house. Okay, you know, and that's just how it be, you know. I mean, because that's how a, a lot of the coast. a lot of the major stuff now is what the the producer will send you. Hey, I got this track. He'll, he'll yeah. email it to you. Yeah. You you throw whatever you want to man, on it. Send could, it back do, and forth. You can do everything online now, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how that came about. But you can do everything online now, man. They they can get the sessions from you online. Send you the beats, all that. You don't even have to meet up. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that have the features, they don't even meet. Yeah, yeah. They just send tracks across send the back internet. And forth. Yep. And you like know. even even the 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 new age, um, you know, making videos and everything is is not what it used to be. You know, man, man. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, they just sent me a thing saying they released my music on TikTok too. So. Oh, for real? Yeah. And I, you know, I was trying to get into that and try to figure out what to do with it. Uh-huh. I'm about to get one of those kids. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> you need a kid. Yeah, that, that one's uh-huh. even beyond me. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. not on the TikTok. Yeah. yeah. And that's how a lot of people shooting videos now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, shout out to Quando Rondo, a Savannah artist. Mm-hmm. He got a he got a deal from making a little video on his phone, beating on the car rap. Yeah. Send it to the right person. They young now. I mean, ain't no looking back for him. You know, he he's doing down, but I'm proud of him. You know. So what's what's the name of your label? Yeah, go plug. Man. plug yeah, throw your plugs the out official there. Official label is Winnet Magazine LLC, but it's Twelve Thirty Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got Ballhead Media. Those three labels I'm running with. You know. Shout out to Instagram. Throw it all out yeah. there. Benny White, B E N N I W H Y T E. Benny White, BennyWhite.com. You know, I go by Blanco365. That's my other alias, you know. But it's, it's just Benny White all day. That's all. Okay. Blanco Facebook, White all day. All Facebook, stuff. everything on the Benny White. B-E-N-N-I, 
W H Y T E. Okay. You can Google that. <laughs> Again, B E N N I W H Y T E. You know, misspell it, you ain't gonna find me. You know? <laughs> uh, if you had like some advice for you know up and coming artists or anything like that, stay down, man. Stay down. Believe in yourself. You know, people are always gonna tell you you ain't gonna make it or whatever. I mean, like you said earlier, like y'all said earlier, you can make music forever. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be out there forever. You know, yeah. I mean, they try to put hip hop is the only one that has like a age cap that they try to put on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Any other genre of music, like they be 100 years old, still making the music, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, it's all about, to me, it's just all about being an artist, you know? As long as you stand relevant and somebody can relate to it. Mm-hmm. But I think the age gap, uh, the age cap is starting to disappear too, though, because look at, I mean, like Jay-Z and everybody else that's major, like Nas just put out an album last year. Whoa, he's got to be 500. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he I was mean, popular when I was a teenager. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, Jay Z steady putting out music. A lot, a lot of you know, a lot of majors are still gonna put music out continuously. Yeah. I, I feel because man, you know, they love creating, and, and yeah. uh, you taking it away from them, you put an age cap on it. You know, yeah. I mean, look at the late bloomers and all. You know, I mean, I I pissed away half my life doing something else. So you know, why why I can't do. What I, what I love to do now, you know? What do you think about the whole, um, like, everybody shitting on what they're calling mumble rap and all, like, the new age stuff? What see, that, see about that? Man, everybody got a, got their way of expressing themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like I said before, some of the mumble rap, but well, I don't call none of it mumble rap because mm-hmm. I understand what they're saying. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's just like, a lot of the youngsters, just like everything else, they shortcut everything. Mm-hmm. So they, so they don't focus on going in there writing and all that. They, like, studios, you know, people get in their elements. Sometimes they drink or whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. So they go to the mic feeling how they feeling, and they might just blurt out whatever they blurt out, and they make a song out of it. Mm-hmm. You know? All the songs really right now is on the beats. Yeah. And however the beats make you move, that's how they Making their music. Yeah, you know? if you come out with a fire beat, you can. Yeah. you can sometimes get away with saying some bullshit. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it, crazy thing about the producers, never stop making money. Yeah, in the industry, rappers, it's hard for them to make the money. Yeah, you got to catch a deal and get the fan base. Producers, they always making the money. Even the YouTube producers, because they they have this stuff monetized and it's published and all. So every time you click on it. They getting a couple change for it, you know? Yeah. And then they can release all of it. Like, you lease a beat, you might lease for 29 but all of us can lease for $29. And everybody, you know, they just keep getting their money repeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what happened with the, uh, when, when, um, uh, what the fuck, um, drama. When drama and everybody got arrested and everything, they totally switched up the game after yeah. after all that. Yeah, they switched it up. And, and the crazy thing is, it's still not designed for the artists because... If you look at those contracts, you can pay for the beat, but they always keep their publishing. And if you make like a million dollars or something, they can always come back and say, hey, you got to give me X yeah. amount of money for that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I think we got a couple of minutes left. We usually uh, let the guests kind of go out on whatever uh, they're feeling at the minute, you know, kind of let you take over for the last minute or two and uh, kind of put out 
whatever kind of statement you want. You know, it could be, I like chicken nuggets. It could mm-hmm. be peace to the world, you know, <laughs> whatever. You got a motto, a quote, something you want to put out to the people. Something want to put out to the people. Blanco 365, you know. Okay. <laughs> Keep everything 1230, straight up and down, you know. Uh-huh. Free Porsche Boy VZ. And I want to play something, you know, something called Purple Tears. Yeah. It's, uh, it's dedicated to my cousin that got killed, Timothy Roberts, you know. Long live Tim. All right. Purple Tears. Dedicate that to my cousin, man. That shouts out to everybody who, who miss a loved one, man. You know? He is my inspiration in music, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Every time I fade away, man, get your ass in the studio, man. What you doing, man? You know? 
Thanks for coming out yeah. today, man. Well, Thanks for episode. sharing. I appreciate it, you know. Thanks Anytime. for stopping by. Everybody check out Benny White on Instagram. Yeah. B-E-N-N-I-W-H-Y-T-E. Yeah, I'm the Y, like, Yeah. Hit me up, 912-IDIOT. W-T-F-I-G-O-A-U stands for what the fuck is going on around us. And that's probably why nobody follows me on Instagram. That shit is confusing. Just go to one of my yeah, go over, go to one of my posts. Uh, He's tagged in a bunch of them because we're pretty much always together. Best buds. Um, thanks for listening to the episode. Go back check out one of the other ones. This is episode forty-three. Yeah, doing big things. Got to figure out something special for fifty. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Stay listening. Y'all mind we'll taking pictures, man, for the ground? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to do yeah, that. Yeah, check uh, the picture. We'll holler at y'all later. Bye. Peace.